Hi, it's Daria Miranova. Welcome to Hockey on the Beach. Hockey is not the most popular sport in Florida, but we still have five professional teams here. Two in the NHL, three in the ACHL. Today we're going to talk to Jacksonville Iceman's goalie Charles Williams, also known as Willie. He will share stories about his childhood, college days, family, and hockey lifestyle in Jacksonville. People call you Willie most of the time. Like, how easy is that to forget your own name? Yeah. Well, I mean, when you hear it a lot in the locker room, it's, I think it's, it's harder to forget my real name now because I hear Willie so much um, just from being around the guys every day. Um, so, yeah, my mom called. She definitely doesn't call me Willie. Uh, <laughs> my mom does not call me Willie. It's, uh, it's Charles or, you know, or Babe or uh, whatever have you. But, yeah, the nicknames are kind of like a focal point to every guy on the team. You just always have your nickname, and that's your name. You're no longer your, your actual name. <laughs> what about your wife? How does she uh, She does not call me Willie. Uh, no chance. She, yeah, she is just like, yeah, Babe or... or yeah, yeah Charles. Lily is just a yeah, it's just a locker room, you know, team kind of, just a team thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so tell me more about your hockey childhood. Why yeah. hockey? Why goalie? Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a long one. Um, hockey was just my family. We moved and into this neighborhood, and that's kind of what all the kids were doing. They're playing hockey and outside. Uh, yeah, outside. Yeah, like roller hockey. Um, and then my team, we went to um, a field trip, or not my team, sorry, at school, we went to a field trip, and my teacher told me that, or told my parents that uh, I was a pretty good ice skater, and they didn't believe it. I've never ice skated in my life, and she was like, no, you guys could, should, you know, get in some skates and stuff, so we did. Uh, it was winter, and I had a pond in the back, and yeah, before you know it, I was teaching myself how to skate, and kind of picked it up right away. And then, yeah, but you know when people say goalie is not the best skater. Yeah, you know it's actually it's a myth. You know it's a myth. They say that they're the best skater. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, that's honestly a part of it. Was uh, I? I just love skating, being out there, and yeah, my brother and I we played on the same team, um, but our goalie was really bad. So we had this like thing where like if he would score, I would try and stop the puck, and then we started winning games, and uh, it kind of stuck, and that's kind of how I began to be a goalie. I started like loving the gear, the gloves, the helmet designs, and, um, and that's kind of how it all started. Was it expensive like when you were growing up? Yeah, yeah. Goalies, that's the first thing you hear when parents talk about goalies. Oh, stay away, stay away. Uh, it is pretty expensive. I think my gear right now probably cost around five to six grand. Um, yeah, what? it's getting crazy now. It's like um, house down payment. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's it. 20%. 20%. No, no it's, it's pretty crazy. So growing up, um, we were able to just, a lot of my friends who had uh, brothers, siblings who played goalie, mm-hmm. I was able to like use their gear. Um, and then my parents got me some gear too once I got into like uh, some new gear. Once I got into like my sophomore, junior year of high school and started to you know get really serious with the sport. Um, and, and that was great, but definitely it's um, it's really tough. We had a local junior team that would have a big sale at the end of the year, um, so I'd be able to get some some good gear from like these junior goalies uh, when I was in seventh, eighth grade, and that was really cool. Um, but it's it's definitely an expensive position, that's for yeah, sure. Right now, especially, yes. especially right now, the gear is getting. I looked at it the other day; it's probably going for twenty five hundred to three thousand dollars. 
Pat's like, oh, I got a little one, and I'm like, stay away from goalie. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Who was your favorite goalie growing up? Who? Favorite goalie? I'd say being from Detroit was probably Dominic Osik. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Dominator. Um, he was just. I heard so many things about practice, how he would only let in like two, three goals of practice, and just how he um, just competed on the ice in the games. I mean, like it was just impossible to score on him, and he took so much pride in that. So just being from Detroit, him playing in Detroit, being able to watch that on a daily basis was like really cool growing up. So I'd have to say Dalvin Kosick for sure. Do you think that you took something from him from his life? Oh, absolutely. The, the one thing that I think that anyone can take um, no matter you know what is just the effort like he just every time he was on the ice it was like in his mind was you're not scoring on me and no matter what like sometimes it looked good sometimes it looked crazy but at the end of the day he was going to do everything he could just to keep the puck out of the net and uh, that was kind of my just approach is just how can I stop every puck every time how hard is it, or easy, I'm not sure, yeah. for you to process bad things? That's a great question. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, I think as I've gotten older, it's gotten easier. But, yeah, when I was up until I was 24, um, yeah, it was tough. It was I would handle it differently every time, and that was frustrating too, like um, not knowing whether uh, it was, you know, feeling like it was my fault and just – hammering myself, like working harder in practice, like whatever it was, it was just so many things that are like, it's frustrating as a goalie. And a lot of times as a goalie, you're kind of on an island by yourself. Um, so I think now as I'm older, um, I'm into, I have my life coaching certification. I'm kind of working on like mental performance um, with kids um, across the country. And it's helped me a lot too, to be able to handle, um, yeah, when things don't go your way and how to kind of change the perspective and outlook of a bad game and kind of using it as almost like a positive by taking my mistakes or the things I was, uh, the reads I was making or the plays I was making, kind of just changing them a little bit and knowing that, hey, like I, I may have played bad for maybe a few minutes or made a few mistakes, but I played good for 45 minutes mm-hmm. or whatever the case is and it can kind of change it turn it around to like actually be like hey like instead of saying you had a bad game let's say let's change these bad mistakes and and work on those so i think um the last few years have been a huge progress with that um but it's taken a lot of time a lot of time Um, like i said probably until i was 25 where i was able to truly take a bad game and and not dwell on it and, Mm -hmm. and learn from it so can we say that goalies are perfectionists? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think now um, goalies um, just in every league, NHL all the way down, um, you kind of look at it as like goals are going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's a team game. Um, everyone's out there working hard, and we put the time in to work at stopping pucks and um, and practicing every day. I think it's, it's an imperfect game, so – you can't, no one's perfect. So I think it, that helps a lot, like saying we are human and we make mistakes and it's a game of mistakes. So it's definitely a, a position that, you know, you can always work on something every day. So I think with that, you just kind of put all your work into each game and then whatever the outcome is, is the outcome. You can't really control that. You just control what you can kind of 
work on and just let everything else go because it's just you, the next game's coming right around the corner you have to be ready for it so mm -hmm. and going back to your childhood what was your dream and did you expect that this job going to be this hard uh you know i actually there's me hockey and i got into some some battles growing up just uh it, it was tough i i started when i was like 13 mm -hmm. so a little later and i just didn't understand like a lot of the concepts of hockey especially goalie um and <laughs> i would say like just growing up and and having that chance to talk with just goalies at different levels and just kind of seeing how they approached every game and um, just just playing. I was able to play AAA in Michigan and with a lot of good goalies um, who are somewhere in the NHL now, Jack Campbell and Hellebuck and Adelkovich with the Red Wings. Like just seeing how being around that group of guys just helps knowing that we're all going through, you know, this tough position. Um, how can we come together to just um, – to, to just learn from each other. I think that's my biggest takeaway is just being in goalie cramps and uh, working with goalie schools um, and my goalie coaches, AJ Walczak and uh, so many guys, Neil Conway, um, Mike Napsa and college, like all these guys are just able to kind of talk to, sit down just like we're doing and just kind of grow and develop. I think that's just the biggest thing. If, if I can grow just a little bit every day, then I think that, you know, I've done my job and, but, you know, kind of back to your question, like, no, I thought I wanted to play college hockey was my biggest thing. And um, after, yeah, got to the point where we're talking about pro hockey, I was like, wow, this is like becoming a reality and um, I kind of out of nowhere for me. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I just, when I made the, my first um, contract to play in, in this league, um, I, I was super excited and didn't know what to expect. And now I just... I enjoy it a lot being here and um, just the guys, the coaches, the ownership, like everything is just, just really good. And uh, yeah, I'm just really happy that I was able to say I play pro hockey. I yeah, enjoy it so much and it's been a blast. <laughs> you sound like Detroit Red Wings fan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> big Red Wings fan. Uh, I was pretty much Detroit fan. You know, Lions, Pistons, um, and they're starting to come together, the Red Wings, like, they just growing up watching them, you know, and I was just, uh, what we ate, watched while we ate dinner. It was either a Pistons game or a Red Wings game. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so you know Russian Five? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I, yeah, that's funny you say that because um, that's kind of, I didn't know too much. Like I said, I started playing ice hockey a little later, you know, like, it was like 2002, 2003. So, like, it was kind of like before my time. I didn't know a lot of history. Um, so I got a little older and yeah, got to learn about, yeah, the Rush Five and all the history with Detroit. Um, my mom actually, she grew up, uh, in Detroit and they would, when they'd have their games, they would park like in front of her like driveway and stuff like that. Like she was like, yeah, so she never really knew hockey, but just knew that when there was a hockey game, you couldn't drive anywhere because <laughs> it was just, you know, packed full of fans and stuff. But yeah, big Detroit family, Detroit, uh, my mom, we were talking yesterday, they were watching the hockey game last night. Um, oh, they won. They beat Tampa. Yeah, yeah, seven to four. I know. I saw the first. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, we are always watching the the Ravens fan, uh, Ravens games and stuff. It's just my kind of childhood, just watching it, being like, watching the boys. Like, oh my gosh, I can 
never do this. You know, you just see how good they are, and then you know you get older and you see. Um, but yeah, it was always a, he said, Pistons game or Revenues game, and then we were having dinner at the table, and that was that's kind of what really got me like passionate about hockey. So you're a really big hockey man, but do you see yeah. that in Florida? Hockey is not really popular. You know, it's so it's so amazing though, like to see how in Jacksonville, especially like with you know the the AU team, the Junior Iceman, this organization, the rink. And um, yesterday we had a game Wednesday, and I, it was rocking. I was like five to six thousand fans there. Like, yes, all the time. Yeah, yeah, all the time, especially like even during the week. It's it's so impressive to see. Like, I mean, I played in a lot of places, and like, you know, the the commitment of the fans, the passionate, like. They're giving it to the other goalies when they let in the goal. Like, it's it's intense, and I just think it's gonna keep growing. And I I didn't know what to think. You know, I I played against Jacksonville when I was in Manchester a few times, and they always had a good fan base. And I was like, how? Like, we're in Jacksonville, Florida, and then I come here and see why is because the people, like, the the ownership, the coaching staff, the uh, the community, like everyone's just so tight knit and close and passionate. And there you go. You got you know great fans, and it's a it's a fun atmosphere to play in front of. Do you follow NHL besides Red Red Wings? Yeah. Like oh yeah. NHL? The the biggest thing that I follow is my favorite goalies. So oh, like Vasilevsky, okay. Tampa. Um, yeah, Soros in Nashville. Kind of just always watch like. That was my next question. Oh really? <laughs> I'm skipping. I'm skipping. I'm skipping. Oh, man, it's funny. Um, yeah, I I just I just always follow goalies more than anything. So. Um, teams, not per se. Usually, just like buddies that I that I know that are playing in the NHL, and then and then my favorite goal is just to just just to watch them. I mean, it's just so fascinating, like how they play the game, how they think the game, and um, so that's probably my biggest thing. Just yeah, uh, the Red Wings, and then my favorite goal is and just buddies who I know who are playing, just kind of keep in touch with them and watch if them. If I make you choose, like David, McCart, or Ovechkin, who do you want to face? To challenge. Oh man. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll have to say, I have to say McDavid. Okay. I knew that. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> McDavid, man. You know, I got to watch him practice one time uh, when I was in Ontario, um, and um, with the LA's farm team, they they practice LA practice the same practice rink as the AHL team when we're in Ontario, and um, so Edmonton was in town. And they were practicing after us, and yeah, I just stayed and watched, and my jaw was to the ground. Like I, it, it didn't even look like he was playing the same sport as everyone else. <laughs> like it, it, it was, it was insane. Um, you know, you see it on TV, but you really see so many other things when they're just practicing, messing around, just on the same ice you just skated on. And I was just, it kind of just opened my eyes and, and to just say that like. No matter where you are, you, you work hard, you put the time in, like you can just you can do amazing things. And that's kind of what McDavid was showing. He was just in his own world, having a blast, having fun, first and foremost, having fun, love what he's doing. Um, and yeah, all the things that come with it are just the cherry on top. But really cool to kind of see that. But I would I would have loved to be able to stay out there for a minute, just to base one breakaway, you know. Um, just to get just just to say I got scored out by McDavid. Um, but yeah, I said say big day, but he's just so much fun to watch. <laughs> Do you think a Vechkin will beat Wesky's record? Oh yeah, absolutely. Vechkin oh, is such a great, just everything for the sport of hockey. And I mean, he's a goal, ever since he entered the league with that 
crazy goal he scored, you know, on his back, like, to now. He's still doing it, and, you know, he has his kids. Just a great, um, just, like I said, player for the sport, you know, and he's just bringing so much to Washington. And Yeah, I, I saw the other day that they're, you know, they're keeping their team so that he can help him break the record and not trade guys because they're, you know, whatever. So it just, you just, that just has to go to show what kind of guy that, you know, Ovechkin is. And yeah, I have no doubt in my mind. He's, I mean, no one can stop the shot. He has, he has the hardest shot. Either. Shoots yeah, he shoots and he scores. Easy game, easy game. Just, he sits there and just takes one-timers. And yeah, and so it's, yeah, I'd say no question he's breaking the record. If you have to pick one, favorite goalie right now, the hottest one. Oh, is easily, Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky is, um, I, he, he's like McDavid with goalie. He, he's, he's playing a different sport out there. He's, uh, he's got every single tool that you need as a goalie. Uh, height, um, just the way he moves, the way he thinks the game. I just think he's like the, he's a wall. <laughs> he's a wall. I, if I were to try and model my game after anyone, it would try to just be Vasilevsky on his very worst day, you know, like like just to that's how I, that's how perfect I think he is and his approach to the game practice. He doesn't want just like Dominic Hossel, he doesn't want to get scored on ever, um, and you can see it in in the games, and I'm sure it's the same in practice. So yeah, Vasilevsky, no question. Um, I think for me, it's my, one of my favorite goalies ever. Got. Oh, wow. cool. Yeah. We'll tag him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's up, Abby? What's up? <laughs> what is the hardest shot you ever faced? Like, I don't know. You keep a track, I'm not sure. You know what? Pav, Pav, Pavel's up there. Pavel's up there. No question. His one timer. Oh, it doesn't have to be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, no, I'll be serious. No, no. No, seriously, though. Pav, uh, Pav is, is, a, is a, a hard shot. Hard shot. Uh, Howard Chuck on our team too. Uh, Zach Jordan on our team. Like we have a lot of guys who can shoot the puck. Um, but yeah, I'd have to say it's between Pavel and my buddy um, um, uh, Hawkins. Um, he plays a Toledo um, right now, and he, he's always as a kid we grew up playing together, and he's always had harder shots than anyone. Um, yeah, he he's been shooting. Pucks since he was two years old. Before he could walk, he was shooting pucks. Um, so, yeah, I'd have to say between those two, that was probably the hardest shot I've seen. Oh, so sweet. Yeah. Hey, did you ever have a fight? Uh, had uh, one little fight. Uh, what did you Little block. I know. Just a little. Just a little bit. Uh, it, was a, it, it was just a crazy event. Like, it was uh, back in AAA. I was playing with. Um, Copy where and we're playing little seasons and it was like a it was a, a bench a bench clearing brawl um, in the championship game and it just kind of got out of hand and yeah we were outnumbered we didn't have we were missing like four guys that game so guys were just getting kind of like jump jump two on one and yeah just like everyone just cleared and just kind of it was more so just helping you know teammates out like just like said guys getting jumped because we were down guys and, um, so yeah more so just kind of helping guys and. So yeah, just one. It was like one fight when I was, I think I was eighth grade, um, and yeah, and that was it. I haven't, haven't got into it ever since. Just kind of let let them handle it, you know. I'll just try and <laughs> keep my face how it is. <laughs> like I'm a goal. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna keep, keep I'm gonna keep my face how it is. I'm, I'm okay. You guys go ahead. 
but no, <laughs> they, we have so many guys on our team, especially this year, who can handle that. Uh, a lot of guys fight, but I just let them do their job. And, um, yeah, I'll give them the stick taps and clap for them. Because, yeah, we got some mean guys, and um, it's, which is great to have that they have my back, they have anyone's back on the ice. Um, and that's just, yeah, great, great to have. Did you watch the World Cup? Yeah. You did. Oh, yeah. It's oh, like yeah. Martinez, yeah. a great goalie, but yeah. you could see that after each great penalty shot, he would celebrate. Yeah. And a lot of people there judgmental of goalies when they do that. You know what? That's a good, yes, some great questions. Um, I I agree. I think like you know, a player can celebrate, the team can celebrate after goals, and um, yeah, and then yeah, you, you see a goalie celebrating, guys are like, you know, oh, this guy is cocky. This guy's weird. It's like. What? Like, what? He's doing the same thing that everyone in the the, the rink, the stadium, yeah. gets to do. But but for some reason, you have it in your head that he can't show emotion because he's goalie. Okay. And I agree. I think, um, you know, a lot of goalies. The only time you will, in hockey you will really see them is after a shootout victory. Uh, and but yeah, I was fired up when the goalie would make. Um, yeah, get fired up because yeah, it's it's exciting. It's it's it's. A lot of times, goalies, you know, growing up, it was like a, you, you do good, everyone's happy, you do bad, everyone doesn't like you. And it's just to live like that and, and try and not show emotion, it's, you, you keep it bottled up, you know, and, and it's like, you know, forget that. Like, be, be emotion, like, show your personality. Um, so, yeah, I love, I love having a good opportunity, like, after a win, you know, to celebrate, um, um, you know, more so. Like for me, like what I probably would after each shootout, just because you kind of have to be so ready for me, be so ready for the next one. But yeah, after a game, like after a, a big win, like my buddy, like Broussard, he just scored a goal. Yeah, um, it. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. He did a knee slide, you know, like the World Cup in soccer, did a knee slide and like put his hands out. And I was like, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. I was like, yeah, like that, that'll, that'll, like, first main Mariners ever score a goal like just like I mean so cool you know do you want to score the goal oh yeah I, yeah, I would love to score a goal I'll, I'll, I'll leave that for the puck handling I'm just trying to make it pass with the defenseman you know um, but I just think that's just so good for the game so good for goalies to see that you can because that's kind of like when I, cause I joined a little late and, and my personality didn't match like I was I was not the same goalie I was when I was in, you know, high school. Like I would get, I wore it on my sleeve. We got scored on, you or no, and I'm banging my stick. Um, I get mad. Do they do. Exactly. I know. You see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You see it. Exactly. Like I was the same way. And I, I heard like some of my favorite goalies, like they told Flurry that he wasn't going to make it to the NHL if he kept doing that. And he did. He got better. Now he skates to, the glass and just kind of gives a little whatever to himself and he comes back and resets you know like he uses that anger and doesn't show it you know so it's not frowned upon and he changed that and that's what I tried to do too um and it took some time but <laughs> I would I was just I would get so mad so upset um but yeah I think um you see some of the, the best boys Vasilevsky changed that energy to to flipping the switch. Okay, it happened. Okay, now forget it. Now back in the game, you know. Um, but it definitely takes some time. But yeah, Flurry, they told him he had to 
and then he did it, and he was the yeah like first overall pick you know at 18 in the NHL. So mm -hmm. just really cool, and I think it does make a difference that if you channel your energy and aggression and um, frustration, you know, into just kind of dialing back now and um, getting ready for the next one. Do you have any superstitions? Yeah, yeah. I'm you don't pretty, have to howl at me. Yeah, I'd. We'd probably be here for another couple oh, hours. Uh, God, maybe. Just, just it's it's not like it, it's things that I just do, uh -huh. just because I've I've always done it. I think um, it's like to me the superstition. It's to be able to do play hockey and you know play so many games and practice every day. Kind of have to go through a set of routines to keep your mind to allow your mind to just be free when you get to the ice. So that way you don't have to think about anything. Cause it's, it's tough like sometimes every day if you're hurt and you're tired or, you know, from playing bored? a three and three. Yeah, bored, <laughs> yeah, bored, yeah. Not getting any sleep cause you have a nine month old, you know. Uh, whatever it is, I think uh, it's nice to have just that routine so that you can, you know that's one thing that you don't have to think about um, and just go out and play. So for me, um, yeah, I kind of, will do the same thing. They might not be in the same order, but um, there's just the same warm-up, the same uh, pre-game stretches, the same breakfast before home games, the same, like, wow. yeah, everything is the exact same, just so um, I can kind of just, I don't have to worry about it. Like, I know when, once this gets done, it's going to allow me. I think another thing, too, like, when you do something and you do something well, okay, you want to do it like that again. You know, so I think when my routine allows me to perform well, oh, I don't need to change anything. I can keep that there. You know, it's almost like getting your coffee before work. You know, it's the same thing with hockey. Like you, you just do certain things certain ways so that you can have a good productive day. Um, and that way you can just forget about it. Like I do my thing. Like, okay, I leave the rink. I come back later and everything's kind of set. and I can kind of perform and not have to worry about anything, any hiccups or anything. So I think it just allows for just an easy just progression because, I mean, I'm game day, and, like, today, like, you know, Pav, we're playing Orlando, like, you're at the rink for a total of eight hours, you know, for in the morning mm -hmm. from 8.30 to, say, 11 or so, and then at the game from 5 till 10, you know, so it's like you have to have these things in place or else you, you're just, it's just going to be a long day, you know, so I just think it helps to just clear the mind a little bit. People like to call it superstition, but I think everyone, every day, like, you know, you wake up, say, Whatever it is, you shower, you, you know, you put your clothes on. Like, these are all routines. I just think it's, a, it's the same thing in hockey. You, you get there, some people do shower, you put on your Under Armour, and, and you want, like, I think we all just do things to prepare to be our best selves. And once you find it, you don't, you don't want to, you know, stray from that. Like, you don't want to do anything different. You want to perform well, so you want to keep doing the things that prepare you to do well. So that's what I think it is. So they like to call it superstition, but I just like to say that I'm preparing to, to perform, you know? Um, so I just do the same thing. Preparing to perform. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to, Why? I have to write that one down. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. So I think that's kind of where, uh, cause you know, I, I didn't really notice it until, and I know I'm pretty like, I, I've gotten looser, um, over the years, just, just experience, just playing the league. But I know I've in college, I was pretty, I wouldn't really talk to anyone and I would do a, a lot for two hours before the game. Um, but I, it hit me when I, and the thing we did like a little team event, actually in Indy, 
um, a couple years ago, and they said, like, it was just, we're all sitting there with the fans, and they're like, who's the most superstitious stitious person on your team? And I'm like, oh, I wonder, and everyone's like, Willie. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I had no idea. Like, but I had an idea, but I'm like, everyone was just like, no question. You know, I was like, oh, okay. So, and I look back at it, I'm like, yeah, I guess it does look like I'm pretty serious because I have something pretty much the whole leading up to every meeting with the coach to we're on the ice. Um, so I was like, okay, I guess that is pretty. But, you know, for me, it's just preparing to perform. So, um, <laughs> but I guess. Yeah. And throw it one more time. Oh, good. Yeah, it does sound good. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. So uh, that's probably it. Yeah, I'm very superstitious, and uh, uh, it's been it's been working. So, it's good. What if someone touches your gear before the game? Yeah, I'm good with that now. I'm oh, good with that now. So, now, now yeah, uh, in youth hockey. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh man, I had a teammate, Jay Goldberg. If you see this, um, I would put on. Except I was I was here up until like. Pro hockey, and I started playing more games, but I was like dialed. Everything had to go a certain way, and I, I would always put on my pads. We'd always sit next to each other, and I'd just be kind of waiting. He would just unbuckle my strap, unbuckle my shit, and like it was, was just exactly, exactly. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. He was. He was working my boundaries. And making me uncomfortable, being comfortable, being uncomfortable. You know, he was just, uh, and you know, it's funny because now, now it's actually helped me now when things are, say, like today we're in Orlando, say there's traffic, you don't get there. And, and that was my biggest thing that hurt me a couple of years. Like, I, get, I need to get there, like at home, I like to get there, I used to, I have to get there at 4 30 for a seven o'clock game. And on the road, you don't get there till five. You know, so now I try and get these. 20 minutes, 30 minutes, what I would normally do, shorten down to like five minutes. So, um, no, no, I'm taking your time. No, no, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's like with, with Goldberg, man, he just kind of would do things to kind of mess with me. It, it helped me, like, be like, hey, it's okay. Like, you've played this game for this long, you know, you know what to do. And it allowed me to just adapt and, yeah, be comfortable being uncomfortable. And um, that was just, that that's helped a lot. But that was, one of my pet peeves for a long time like don't touch my stuff don't touch me like don't don't talk to me <laughs> like, oh, so you're was, one of those. oh yeah i was i was i was like just so focused on just thinking about the puck and making saves and not letting it go in that i was actually hindering myself from playing my like letting my personality and emotions show in the game um so once i turned pro and started to play more just, just games, play more games, um, was able to just, yeah, learn different things, watch different goalies, like, and it just allowed me to just, like, hey, like, I can relax a bit here, you know, I can just, I can chill, you know, I can I, talk to people. yeah, I can talk to people, I can, I can, I can talk to people, people can talk to me, it's okay, like, it got to a point sometimes where I wouldn't listen to music, but I'd have my headphones in, as if I am, just so, like, no one would talk to me, <laughs> So, but now I'm good. Now I'm just, I'm talking to everybody, um, making sure I talk to everyone, seeing how everyone's doing, um, talking with the owner, like just, just being um, present and, and just there and just loose.
helps a lot. I've heard that from Ilya Sarokin from Islanders. Once he told me that he doesn't talk to people like a few days before the game. But a few years later, he was like, no, that's crazy. I don't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's extreme. That's funny. But I'm similar. Like, still to this day, I will not go on social media after my nap. After my nap. So... Um, yeah, oh, like morning before game. Yeah, yeah, before the game. So yeah, don't I'll do eat. That. Yeah, just there's no reason. Just, I'll, I'll see it out there. Like there's nothing that except distraction. But you might see some stuff. Like especially with those guys in there, you might see something about you on there. Like there's so many things that you don't need um, that you can see after. So yeah, after take a nap at like um, at like two o'clock. So like I said, eat and then everything's fine. Social media, all that. But once I take a nap, I wake up. I just I'm either texting, you know, my family. Uh, Camille, um, and just, yeah, just, that's, that's pretty much it. Just kind of hanging out, being present. And I think that's helped me too. And that's one thing that um, I always keep is just, I don't, with, six, seven hours without it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you can they can handle that. Yeah. They can handle it, right? And I'm not even a crazy social media guy um, at the first place, but I just found that that helps me um, just be present in, in the games and uh, during that time. Do you make your wife follow your routines? Like, before the game, uh, <laughs> you have to talk to me like this. No. If this and that, is You know what? It's so <laughs> funny you say that because uh, in college, we started this thing um, that when it's game day, no matter what kind of day it is, it could be the darkest, rainiest day, and I'll wake up and say, it's a beautiful day. <laughs> and that's it. And she'll say, it is a beautiful day today. And, and and then that's it. That's probably the only thing. You need to write a book. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's coming too. That's, that's in the works. Very, 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 very early in the works. But I uh, definitely want to do that um, and, and just have times like this and talking with, yeah, just, you know, Pav. And there's so many stories we all have. And I think that's just so great for everyone to share. We all have a crazy road to how we got here in this locker room today, you know. So, um, but yeah, that's probably it. That's the only thing. Like, she would just say it's a beautiful day and it just allows me to. No matter what happens, um, you know, we're healthy, we're together, and, and playing hockey, and it's a beautiful day. So the weather has nothing to do with that, so I always enjoy yeah. that. <laughs> that would be beautiful to stop, but no, I still have a few things to <laughs> hey, that's, I'm having a great time. This is awesome. yeah. What do you think should be improved in hockey outside of the ring? That's great. You know, um, this is something that I think we all can probably agree to is and they're, and they're starting to, but I think just showcasing other um, ethnic backgrounds, nationalities. Um, I know one of my friends I play with in Indy, um, he was talking about how they were at different games. I think his wife was involved with them setting up like Russian like food tables at rinks so like people could, um, yeah, experience, yeah, what's like to eat in different, you know, different countries. And like, you know, for me, being African American, like having, um, celebrations in February, Black History Month, like promoting things that are, you know, maybe outside of the uh, majority of hockey. Um, and I just think that's so cool. And you're seeing it more and more um, with um, indigenous, um, you know, just, just so many things that they're starting to incorporate. I think they're on the right track. And I hope that they continue to blow the doors off and just continue to get people in those on those teams and in the NHL working to um, show kids like, Hey, like I can, I look like this, and I see someone who looks like that in the NHL, Ovechkin, um, 
you know, uh, Wayne Simmons, all these guys that look like, you know, me, I can do that too. You know, I just think it gives the next generation and kids um, who might say not, ha not have it all, but they see these guys on the TV um, who might be in the same situation they were in when they were a kid. You know, so I just think that's probably my biggest thing and, and something that I want to be a part of too one day is um, helping those next generations see that, hey, these, these guys were in your same shoes when they were six, seven, eight, you know, 15 years old. Um, I just think that's just something that they continue to do that will be so good for the sport, um, will grow the sport, and just continue to promote, like, everyone is, is welcome to play, you know, and if we can keep putting, it's an expensive game, so if we can keep implementing ways for kids to be able to play, um, you know, for free and, and just, just to try things out, to go to games, I think it will just make a big difference. For sure. Hockey is for everyone. Hockey is what for everyone. What do you think about women's hockey? Oh, women's hockey. So I said, I have a nine-month-old, you know, and she's starting to stand. So skates, you know, are right around the corner. It's Christmas. Um, I just, I love it. My, when I was in Buffalo my last year of college, um, we skated at the same rink as the Buffalo Buttes who play in the NWHL. Yeah. So my goalie coach was their goalie coach as well. And, oh, my gosh, they were a blast. Um did an internship and got to work with their team um, um, in the gym. I did like an internship at, our, at the oh, gym. That's the so cool. Oh, it was a blast. Like so many of the team, the women were on the national teams for Team Canada, Team USA, um, and just seeing how they prepare. And, you know, a lot of them, are, they're in like different situations. Like a lot of times there'd be girls who would just come in for the games, um, but they still work at their jobs back home. Like, it, like the way that they had like kind of come together was just very like it, it, it was tough so like you know they had to really make a, a like a, a, a really big effort to this you know under grow chemistry with each other like whereas we're, we're with our teams we're together every day so it's pretty easy but you know for them like meeting up for just games and people on different programs like learning systems and playing together I, and I went to quite a few Buffalo Buttes games and it was awesome it was a place with rocking like so many different people in the crowd too like which is really cool to see and it was just you know it kind of blew my mind because i've never been to a game before you know almost professional game and obviously with our all-star game there's a lot of um, women in the um uh, oh, yeah, that's right. professional it's league and, and they're just such great personalities you know like i always see them you know on sports center on different things on the tv talking about the pwhpa and um and just their league and, and how they're working at growing and, and, and what they can do and they just I just am so such a big advocate for for like I said hockey forever just like we said and I just think that they keep pushing and giving them opportunities to grow and um, yeah I just think it's it's gonna be great and like I said I have a little girl you know who, who one day you know might want to aspire she loves hockey and I want her to have the opportunity fair opportunity to to play and enjoy and love it and get the respect that you know it really deserves so big big man big man <laughs> how much fatherhood has changed oh man yeah it's <laughs> well, uh, besides that you don't have a sleep yeah yeah <laughs> no more yeah, sleep. yeah 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 no, 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 no. Uh, it's been amazing you know unlike anything i could ever prepare for or explain it, it's ever since you got here march 18th like um it's just been uh, the biggest accomplishment, biggest blessing of my life. 
And even on those days, yeah, where she is waking up every couple hours in the middle of the night, you know, the, the morning comes and she smiles at you and I feel like I have all the energy in the world, you know. So um, it's, it's especially even for goal, I got to bring her into um, after a playoff game last year and, yeah, bring her in the locker room and stuff. And it was, yeah, it was surreal. And I, yeah, I was just kind of, just didn't feel like it was real, you know, and uh, just to see her grow. And now, you know, this year I might be holding her hand, you know, as she walks around the locker room, you know. Um, so really, really cool. Fatherhood's just been everything that everyone has said, you know, just the biggest blessing of your life. And um, I have such a great family um, with support and even the girls here on the team just helping out and, it's just, and even the community, everyone. We had an event on Monday. I probably got asked about her 30, <laughs> about 40 times. No, 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 no. no. I, even, I even told Luke, I was like, yeah, you know Cody can't come. Do I even need to come? You know, I, I was like, I'm, she can't make it. So do I need to? He's like, yeah, just come in. And we like, okay, I'll come. Okay. So, but yeah, it was, she's just the, the star of the show, uh, which is just, uh, like I said, another surreal thing, too. Um, she's just such a sweetheart, and um, it's just been, yeah, like I said, every day is just a, a great day because, yeah, she's just smiling and uh, just loving life. So, really fun. Everything's a beautiful day. Every day is a beautiful day. Right, not every day is a beautiful day, you know. <laughs> so, really fun. Really Thank fun. you for finding time. Thank oh, you. man, this is awesome. Thanks for listening, Hockey on the Beach. Don't forget to support Willie and Jackson the Lexman.